guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another ESL podcast, man. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, and today we're going to be getting into another wonderful TOEFL ITP reading, man. We're going into the Italian American AP. What the hell is that? Don't really know, but it used to be called Italian American AP, but now it's called Bank of America. Oh, man, when I read this, I said, oh, my goodness gracious, Bank of America, where have you come from? So here we are. Guys, we have a four-paragraph set up, man. I'm very excited about this one, and we're going to be breaking this down in so many different ways. All right, so I've already highlighted some of the words that I threw out the passage. So for those of you who are on my blog, thank you very much. And for those of you who don't already know, obviously, I put the reading, written expression, and structure course front and center for all of you. So in case you are interested, again, it's right there. Ask me any questions if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on my IG, if you're watching this on Facebook, make sure you follow me everywhere. And if you guys got any questions, let me know. So let's get into this bad boy. So let me blow this up just a tad if I can. I don't know if I'll be able to, but let's see what happens here because it looks like, every, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my MacBook is just malfunctioning in so many different ways already. So here we go. Let's break this down. Number one. According to the passage, Giannini, oh, this one's a little hard because it's not like the, what is the passage primarily about? This one's a little bit difficult. So what it says here, Gianni opened the Bank of America in 1904, okay? Or B, worked in a bank of Italy. Or C, set up the Bank of America, uh, set up the Bank of America prior to setting up the Bank of Italy. Or D, later change the name of the Bank of Italy. Let's see if we could get this primarily in the first, like, let, let's see if we could get this obviously in the first paragraph. Because what we have here, as a matter of fact, is we have four paragraphs. But just by looking at the thesis, we know exactly where some of the information is. So basically, in the fourth paragraph, it says the second major crisis for the bank, Great Depression. He goes into everything. Okay, now, if we look at C, okay, in the first sentence, it says, in the period following the 1906 fire, the Bank of Italy continued to prosper and expand. Okay, so 1904, opened the Bank of America in 1904. I do not believe so because it sounds and seems like the Bank of Italy was still established during 1906. Now, it says by 1918, there were 24 branches of the Bank of Italy. And by 1928, Gianni had acquired numerous other banks, including the Bank of America. Oh, all righty then. So let's keep doing this. <sighs> okay. So obviously there was no Bank of America in 1904. He acquired it in 1928 going forward. All right. Now, obviously, in 1930, he consolidated all the branches of the Bank of Italy and the Bank of America in New York City and another Bank of America that he had formed in California into the Bank, Nas Bank of America National Trust and Savings Association. Boom. So we merged all these bad boys together in 1930. All right. That's it. Keep it that. Just keep it there. All right. Doesn't say anything about opening the Bank of America in 1904. No. Worked in a Bank of Italy. We just have to find that out and later changed the name of the Bank of Italy. So let's keep it going. Like I said, this is more than likely gonna be in the first paragraph, so forget it. Or let's just go to the first paragraph. The organization that today is known as the Bank of America did start out in America, but under a quite different, but under quite a different name. 
I don't even know if that makes sense. Italian America AP Giannini established this bank on October the 17th of 1904 in a renovated saloon in San Francisco's Italian community of North Beach under the name of Bank of Italy. 1904 under the name of Bank of Italy. Okay. He established the bank. Okay. Renovated it and named it the Bank of Italy. Okay. With immigrations and immigrants, maybe immigrations and first time bank customers comprising the majority of his first customers. So basically not immigrations, goddammit. It should say immigrants. That would make sense. Okay. Because we're talking about customers. Yes. So there we go. Now, in saying that, there was a major earthquake and all this chaos and all this other crazy stuff happened in the second paragraph. That's not what we're looking for. So according to the passage, he did not open the Bank of America in 1904. He did not work in a Bank of Italy, okay? He established a Bank of Italy, okay? So he later changed the name of Bank of Italy to what? It says right here, into the Bank of America National Trust and Savings Association. That's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. Okay, you guys get the point there, right? So we're all just breaking it down. So what did I do? That took a little too long. I don't want you guys to do that on the TOEFL ITP test. But at the same time, okay, I looked at the fourth paragraph and I scanned it. It talked about the Great Depression, okay? And after a big fire had happened, that's what it talks about, entering the third paragraph, and then the consolidation and how he merged everything together to form this bank. That's how I knew. Okay, the merger that happened. Now, major test happened in the second paragraph. There was a big ass fire. All this other crazy stuff was happening. And there it went. Okay, in the second paragraph. But what we were trying to establish was in the first paragraph. Yes, it was in the first paragraph. So in saying that, people, that's how you break that down. Don't get thrown off. You got to know where to look for the information. All right, you got to know where to look for the information. So, in saying that, in saying that, sorry, where did Giannini open his first bank? Okay, well, it says, I just said it, right? He opened it in a renovated saloon in San Francisco's Italian community. Okay, where did he open the first bank? In a saloon. So, what's another word for saloon? <clears throat> well, A, in New York City? No, San Francisco. A, get the hell out of here. And what used to be a bar? Is a bar a saloon? I don't know. Let's check the other answers. On Washington Street Wharf? Absolutely not. Didn't mention that. On a makeshift desk? How the hell can he open a bank on a makeshift desk? Answer, B, in a bar. And what used to be a bar? A saloon. This is what they would call bars back in the day. A hundred years ago, you know, if you were walking down the street in uh, New York City or any other town in America, west or northeast, remember the south was horrible. Okay, it was all types of slavery happened down there. But nonetheless, these were called saloons. Okay, now a saloon, to be honest with you, when I think it's a saloon in present day, I think of like a salon, right? I don't even know if that's what it means in present day. Holy goodness, the, the, the term just changes all the time. But what is the closest thing to saloon? A bar. It doesn't say Washington Street. Sure as hell is not New York City and opening a first bank on a desk. It's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. So in saying that, let's keep it going. Now, here we go. According to the passage, 
which of the following is not true about the San Francisco earthquake? Okay, A, it happened in 1906, not true. It occurred in the aftermath of a fire. It caused problems for Gianni's bank. It was a tremendous earthquake, a tremendous meaning a very, very big earthquake. So second paragraph, one major test for Gianni's bank. Ah, it was a major test. So that's one of the ting tong, uh, well not ting tong, but it's one of the checks. Let's just put it that way. Oh, bank occurred on April the 18th of 1906. Let's go back to it. What is not true about the San Francisco earthquake? It happened on 1906. That is true. Okay, it caused problems for Gianni's bank. That is true. So now we narrowed it down to both B and D. It occurred in the aftermath of a fire or it was a tremendous earthquake. Now, how does a fire, I don't know, you know, how does a fire happen before the earthquake? Who knows? I'm not judging, but let's keep it going. When a massive earthquake struck San Francisco followed by a raging fire, Ah, let's go back, let's go down. It occurred in the aftermath of a fire. The earthquake did not happen after the fire, it happened before the fire. Therefore, get out of here. That is the wrong answer. You're going to choose B because what is not true, not what is true, we know it's a tremendous earthquake because it fucked everything up, all right? It caused problems, first sentence, happened in 1906. First sentence on April the 18th, I read it out loud. So keep that in mind, people. So let's go into, here we go, part C. The word raging, ooh, in line five, could best be replaced by angered, localized, intense, or feeble. What the fuck is feeble? Who knows? I only know what a fable is. So let's keep going. Followed by a raging fire that destroyed much of the city. Now, is this positive or is this negative? I'm using the same TOEFL IBT technique right? Some of the words in the passage, we're going to be able to say, okay, does raging, is this used in a positive connotation or a negative connotation? It's used in a negative connotation. So rage and fire that destroyed, synonymous, right? Both of these, rage and fire destroyed. So what, uh, what is positive and what's negative? So can the fire be angry? No. Localized? No, it can't be localized. What? It destroyed much of the city. Localized is like right here. Much of the city is like fuck all everything, right? So my guess would be C. Intense. It's an intense fire that destroyed everything. That's why it destroyed everything because it was so intense. Feeble? Fuck all. I don't know what that means, but we're trying to look for, okay, can a fire be angry? No. Was it localized? No, because it destroyed too much. Intense? Yes. Because why? It destroyed fuck all everything. All right, so let's keep it going. It can be inferred by the passage, oh, from the passage, that Giannini used crates of oranges, okay? He used crates of oranges after the earthquake to do what? To hide the gold, to fill up the wagons, to provide nourishment for his customers, or to protect the gold from the fire. So remember, Okay, use crates after the earthquake for what? So let's go into it. Here we go. Let's check this out. Oh, yeah, right there. Giannini obtained two wagons and teams of horses, filled the wagons with banks reserves, mostly in the form of gold, covered the reserves with crates of oranges. So let's, let's visualize this, okay? 
He got two wagons, teams of horses to stroll around the wagons. He filled those two wagons, okay, with the bank's reserves. So let's just say all the monetary gain inside the wagons. Okay, so we got, what are the monetary gains? Gold, okay, we found out what it is. So we got the gold in the wagons. Visualize, people, visualize with me. If you're listening to me in podcast form, close your eyes and visualize two wagons, okay? Not the Oregon Trail, that was a very sad story, but two of those ugly, funky-ass wagons from the early 1900s, okay? The ones where the wheels were just made out of basically wood? I don't know, I could be wrong, but let's just put it that way. I just remember the game from 98. Don't judge me. So we got these two wagons and we got gold filled to the yin yang is what my mom would always say. Mostly in the form of gold. That's what it says. And then it was covered. It covered the reserves. What are the reserves? The gold with what? Crates of oranges and escaped. Oh, escaped from the chaos of the city with his client's funds protected. His client's funds were protected. He escaped the city with the gold at the bottom and the orange crates on the top. So why did he do that? All right, why, 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 why? To hide the gold? Yes. Now to protect it, that's actually a really, really good answer. And I'm just like, oh man, could that be protected? But does it say anything about protection? Because guess what? Is the gold gonna be protected with fucking oranges on top? No way. Right? Like crates of oranges will get burned to smithereens by the, uh, by the fire. So to protect the gold from fire, that doesn't make much sense. I believe that he did it in regards to hiding the gold. To fill up the wagons, it doesn't say anything about that. And nourishment for his customers says nothing about that. So my guess would be A, to hide the gold. So the word chaos, this will be good for you guys. And line eight is closest in meaning to legal system, extreme heat, Overdevelopment or total confusion. That ain't no total confusion. What does that mean? I meant to put total confusion. There we go. Confusion, not Confucius. Confusion. We'll keep it there. The word consolidated in line 11 is closest in meaning to what? Hardened, merged, moved, sold. If you guys don't know what it means, go back to how I broke down consolidated. I used one of these words. So remember, he had the Bank of Italy, he had the Bank of America A, and this other one that was C or whatever, and he put it all together. So what word would mean to put it all together? To moved? No. Sold? No. Hardened or merged? That's one of your answers. Let's keep it going. The passage states that after his retirement, Giannini, what did he do? He began selling off banks caused economic misfortune to occur, supported the bank's new management, returned to work, okay? Now, let's break this down, okay? Let me just make sure that I'm not going too far down. Okay, just making sure I'm not going too far down. Okay, so let's check this out. After his retirement, what did Mr. Gianni do? What did he do? So here we go. All right, after he retired, let's check out retirement. Ooh, all right. All right, so here we go. Although Giannini, I hate that goddamn word. I'm just going to say Gianni. Gianni had already retired prior to the darkest days of the Depression. Ah, so he retired before the Great Depression. He became incensed, meaning very angry, when his successor began selling off banks. Oh, you son of a bitch successor. You were just selling off the banks. But again, who would it during the Great Depression, right? 
The banks, they just completely failed. You had to keep money on hand. Oh, God. During the bad economic times. So he was very angry. So what did Gianni do? He resumed leadership of the bank at the age of 62. And under Gianni's leadership, the bank weathered the storm of the depression and subsequently moved, subsequently meaning, and next moved into a phase of overseas development. Ooh, good on you, Mr. Gianni Ni. You can't hear me because obviously you are long gone. But nonetheless, man, you did what you had to do and I am in admiration of you. So here we go. Began selling off the banks? No, the successor did. He's an asshole. Caused economic misfortune to occur? Absolutely not, okay? And why is occur here with an E? All right, supported the bank's new management or returned to work? Oh, which one are you gonna choose there? See, I'm just using the process of elimination so you guys can figure out what would be, is it raining outside? Jesus, anyways, yeah, I just looked and I'm like, is that dust? No, that's rain. I don't know what's happening. Okay, so anyways, what would you choose? I'm just breaking these down for you guys, okay? The expression weathered the storm, what does that mean? What does weather the storm mean? Found a cure for, rained on the parade of, survived the ordeal of, or blew its stack at? He was able to weather the storm. What does that mean? Let's go back into the sentence, okay? Under Gianni's leadership, now before Gianni's leadership, it was dog shit because Mr. Asshole's successor was just selling everything. But then when he resumed leadership, what happened? The bank weathered the storm of the depression. What does that mean? Uh, but let's look. What's the result of weathering the storm? We could maybe come to grips and understanding of what it means. Subsequently moved into a phase of overseas development. So moving to a phase of overseas development shows that maybe it was something positive. So you're going to look and say, huh, which one of these deems to be positive? Okay. Found a cure for, you can't find a cure for the Great Depression. Okay. Everyone was fucked. Rained on the parade of, makes no sense. Survived the ordeal of, he survived it. They survived the Great Depression, why? Because as a result, they moved overseas in regards to expansion. Boom, that's how you do it, goddammit. All right, so here we go, let's keep it running. I do believe that we have two more questions, that's right. Where in the passage does the author describe Gianni's first banking clients? I think it's in the first or second paragraph, that's why I left the lines on the page for you guys. You guys can go check that out on the blog if you're listening to me or watching me on YouTube or Facebook, okay? Or Instagram. And the last one, how is the information in the passage presented? Ooh, I like this one. In chronological order, in order of importance, a cause followed by an effect, or classifications with examples. I love that question. That's the hardest one here, and I'm gonna let you guys do that on your own. So in saying that, guys, Thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast, another video, another Topol ITP video reading, another reading video in general. If you guys got any questions, you let me know and I will be waiting for more. Remember, the courses are available. If you guys got any questions, I already said that. And I'm just going to continue repeating myself until I close this bad boy out again. I'm your host as always. You guys better stay tuned for more over and out.